Hey, Classy Crew. Welcome to No Trash Talk. I'm Katie. I'm Liv. And holy guacamole. <laughs> holy guacamole. We just um, finished our interview. We always do interview first. Yes. But guys, the interview coming, it is just, we have no words. It was so interesting. It kind of changed how I think about landfills. And Same. I thought, and here's the thing. Not all landfills are as um, environmentally conscious as the ones in Nova Scotia. It just, yeah. so w- we kind of get into that, but this whole episode is understanding landfills and mm. we're not trying to understand all the landfills, but we, we really dive deep into Nova Scotia's and it is so interesting. So and interesting. Our guest is Kirk Simmons. Yep. Kirk Simmons. And he was a phenomenal guest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, oh yeah, such a good, such a good episode. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat. <sighs> such a treat. So before we get into it, we will do. Um, we we don't really have too many updates other than just, you know, we made that announcement a couple weeks ago, um, and we just got a, such an in in pouring. Is that a word? Influx. Whatever. <laughs> of messages from you guys on our classic crew page on our DMs, just like friends texting me, and mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are kind of sad and that makes me more sad but I'm also so just sad. really like warm and fuzzy that you know you guys really value our show yeah and also this episode kind of made us like <laughs> get an inkling of something anyway we just yeah this Stay was tuned. just so in-depth like it really like re-inspired us so who knows what's gonna happen but yes yeah this episode really was like well, I said it was kind of like the missing puzzle piece because we did compost, we did recycling, and this is the one that I feel like was the most mysterious. Yeah. So diving into this was just like, oh, so good. Yeah. So we will get into it. So before we do that, we'll do our trashy versus classy segments. So editor Greg, cue the music. Now, like looking back on my trashy moments, I hate them even more. I'm yeah. like, that thing is in the ground right now. And I hate that. It's like burning. It's like almost like I can see it. I'm just like, yeah, that thing I threw out, like that styrofoam fucking thing that came in that packaging. Like, yeah, like fucking my deep packaging. freeze had like a big styrofoam thing around it. And like that's in the ground. Oh, wait, you got a deep freeze? Yeah. Like ages ago. Remember? Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. Greg's parents gave it to us for yes, Christmas yes, yes. or something. Yeah. And uh, this is why we yeah. like secondhand. Yeah. And repairing. I think we need to really bring back repairing. Yeah. I think it's coming back full force. Yeah. Like, can you repair my fridge? Like people don't do that. Like, oh, my fridge is broken. I guess it's, I guess it's trash now. Okay. So we had someone today to come like do a tune up on our furnace, which is like very old, but I was like, this used to be the thing where if something broke, someone would come repair it. Right. I mean, most people don't just get a new furnace, but for like our washing machine a year ago, we had to get a whole new washing machine and it's like, could that have been fixed? Apparently not. Cause they stopped making the part, but that's mm. the thing. It's like companies are like making things less good. Yes. They stopped manufacturing the parts so you can't repair it. But I feel like we're at the breaking point now where it's going to be like, no, we have to go back to the way things were, where things lasted and were able to be repaired. And you know, what my brother was saying the other day that shouldn't even be a thing because 3d printers can print any part. So it's like, how dare you say that that's not possible? Okay. Well, I kind of forgot about 3D printers. Anyways, we are, we're just so amped up from this episode. We just need to rein it in. So what was your classy moment? Okay. So my classy moment. Oh, so I had been getting, this is actually fitting because last week's episode was about 
pets. But yes. So I had been trying to get as many treats as I could at Bulk Burn. But mm. Bridget sent me a TikTok of these like homemade dog treats that are like freezer treats. So you put, oh. you take like those silicone molds, which yes. I had one that was sent to me ages ago. You put in a blender like fruit yogurt like all yeah. the stuff your dog likes yeah. and then you fill up the mold and you make like frozen it's like dog popsicles basically oh my god and they loved them and I was like this is so classy because I didn't even need like a cookie cutter or something like parchment paper or anything it's like you just put fruit and I guess the yogurt but the containers are recyclable but like yeah. then you just make these little treats and they go in your freezer and like so classy I love that yeah, yeah I mean and yeah. you can use your off produce because dogs eat anything like they're disgusting so like they'll literally eat like that broccoli that's a little bit soft that you're like hey i don't want it blend it up with like some (laughs) peanut butter and they're good like they'll love it that is so funny i love that no that's a great idea i've been doing that a lot lately with like lyle won't eat all her fruit when she comes back from daycare so i just put that fruit in like this is like bowl in my freezer and I just add it to my smoothie the next day because you can't even I taste it that. like not being that great it's like yeah it's like you know day old tangerine well that's fine like yeah or whatever or nectarine smoothie. or kiwi whatever it is it's like I'll just spice up my smoothie also in the summer you could like well anyway whatever um <laughs> it's all good I was gonna say like make little popsicles but maybe no you can no you can do that yeah like smoothie popsicles yes that's a thing um my trashy moment is I'm obsessed with these like field roast vegan chicken nuggets right now. Oh, okay. And the bag, like we're recycling the bags. It's just like, you know, the Ziploc yes. kind of freezer bag type thing. But I used to like make my own seitan and nuggets and stuff. But I've been like really on these um, like field roast ones. But after this episode, I'm like, okay, no, I got to start making them again. But I mean, I had, if like, you're recycling the bag. I know, but like, I don't know for sure if it's recyclable. Like Mm. it's like the same kind of bag as like frozen fruit and vegetables, which I think is recyclable. Okay. Well, you know what? Like I always recycle them, but every time I put it in, I'm like, is that guy going to like open up the recycling and be like, oh, she did it wrong again. Okay, We'll look it up on the app after this episode. We're going to message Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) Kirk, we're coming for you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my classy moment. So I actually referenced this in the episode, but I took Duke for a walk the other day. And it was trash day. Mm-hmm. Worst day to take a dog for a walk because yeah. I see all the trash. And I was just like walking. And I was on my way back from my route. I saw somebody had one of those. It was like a wooden magazine stand. It almost like goes like it's like a wooden box like this. I know exactly what you mean. And it was kind of cute. And yeah. I was like, this is kind of cute. So I'm not going to keep it, but I'm going to donate it. So I picked it up and I was walking back to my house and Brock <laughs> passed me. He was like, what are you doing with that? And I was like, it's it's donatable i can't have that go into a landfill and he was like katie did you pick up someone's trash i was like yes but it's fine he was like i i, I can't he just drove away you should have been like can you put it in your car so i don't have to carry <laughs> no, it no he, he sped sped away <laughs> so that's what i did brock dropped it off at value village you know a couple days later and that's just one thing that ended not going to like that i saved from a landfill how would that even like now that i'm picturing landfills yeah why do people throw furniture in the garbage like how compact can that really get to go in the landfill? Like that sucks. Yeah. So bulky and huge. <laughs> well, they just, I guess they compact it like really, really tight. I guess I'm not an engineer, so I don't get it. But like, well, we're going to go do, do a tour. Yeah. And learn about it. But not even that, like a, there's upholstery. There's like, you know, you can add new, like the frame is there. Yeah. As long as you, maybe you just like add a new upholstery over top. Like yeah. that's a thing. Maybe we need to... Okay, whatever. It's fine. So that was my classy moment. Okay. 
love that and it was very heavy it was like a very it was like definitely real wood so i like good workout though it really was um my trashy moment is bad news bears so remember how i was telling you guys that i wanted to save that floor Mm -hmm. that we ripped up from our basement i was like brock please tell me i can like put this on facebook marketplace and he was like no because it's click flooring and the click no longer clicks because of how we ripped it up now i don't know if he was Mm -hmm. lying to me or not but he was like, you absolutely cannot sell that. Can you give it away? I not even giving away. Like I can't even like, I, he said it's not usable. That sucks. I know. So I think it's, I, and it's not real wood. So mm-hmm. I don't think it can be burned. No, definitely not. So that's a huge bummer. That's like a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kirk. I feel bad. Where do you even put that? Do you just put it on the side of the road or do you have to take it somewhere? We have like, like because we're doing a reno like the people who are oh, doing it the, yeah. it's like this like big bin thing yeah let's yeah whatever so that's in there and i think we have like a hot water tank that's in there but i saved a lot of things from going in that landfill like he had a bunch of stuff like brock had a bunch of things like piled up and i was like there are these two like christmas reindeer that no longer lit up and i was like brock like i somebody may want those he was like katie nobody wants them the lights don't work i put that on for free i got 20 inquiries within two minutes <laughs> people were dying over these reindeer i love that and i saved a couple other things too and then by the time i got to this one thing brock was so convinced i was trying to try to take it and he was so mad at me at this point that he took a, an exact exacto knife and like put like a big cross <laughs> in it he was like you're not getting rid of it go away it was aggressive wow that is aggressive for him yeah (laughs) it was it was a really rough shaped um ottoman (laughs) i can picture that so clearly (laughs) oh my god well okay anywho that was great okay so let's get to our episode with kirk we can't wait to um for all of you to learn so much about um landfills and the myths and um you know just the interesting facts and everything there is to know so let's uh cue in kirk we are here to welcome kirk simmons so he has been trash talking for two decades he is the team lead education and program delivery for halifax solid waste resources prior to this he was a waste educator on the south shore of nova scotia he is the vice president of the waste resource association of nova scotia welcome kirk Thank you very much. Great to be here. We're so happy to have you. We've been kind of teeing up this episode for honestly probably six months. Ever since you know we last talked to Kelly, we were like, mm-hmm. we got to get, we got to talk about about landfills. It, it's time. So we're so happy to have you. Well, I'm happy to be here. And again, you know, we're always happy to talk about uh, about our industry. Um, and uh, you know, waste is something people are always thinking about, and we want to demystify it for them. Yeah, that that sounds great. So we're going to get into some questions. So the the first question seems really broad, but we just kind of want to understand how they work. Like I I just I don't even know know how they how they work. Like how how deep do the yep. holes go? How, how like how do you fill them? Is there like these compact tools? I don't know. Could you kind of enlighten us? <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So first of all, just to, I'm I'm not an engineer, so I'm mm. going to try to keep this as as simple as possible. But if we think of a landfill, imagine it as as kind of a giant swimming pool, essentially. So uh, landfills have to be sited, so it's a, it's a big hole. We dig a really big hole in the ground. Um, it has to be sited uh, on uh, on clay, 
And then we put a, a plastic membrane, a liner in there. We put uh, tubes to catch what we call lychee. And lychee, really imagine that being garbage juice. Uh, it doesn't sound very appealing, <laughs> and it's not. But, uh, but, we, we, you know, but we have to control that. So we have pipes running through there. We also have pipes to, uh, to collect uh, any off gases that come from it. Um, and basically, that's a landfill. And then we start putting, uh, we start putting garbage in there. Um, it is compacted. Uh, d- there are different technologies for it, mm. but uh, but think about every every millimeter has a has a dollar uh, figure associated with it. So we want to compact that garbage as much as possible. Um, so that's what it is basically. It's a giant hole in the ground with tubes and a liner, and we put garbage in it. So does the hole like do you build the hole a certain size and then you fill it, or do you keep expanding the hole as more garbage comes? Like Yep. So great. It's a great question. So what we call them are cells. So each cell would be able to collect so much, uh, so much garbage. You know, typically a cell would uh, would provide a uh, an area with a, you know three to five years, let's say, um, uh, worth of, of space. Okay. Um, and uh, and then uh, and then you build a, you build another cell to, to put more garbage in. Okay. And they're all like right next to each other in like the They'd same all area. Be in the same area. Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So those tubes, and we've been all we've been calling it leachate. So I'm glad that you corrected yes. us. So yeah. leachate is that what you called it? Yeah. So leachate. I think you could go either which way. Leachate. Whatever you're comfortable with. Yes. So that trash juice. Those tubes. Where do they run? Do they just like run into like the the ground? <laughs> well, so basically, um, so we collect the leachate. Um, and uh, and then it's uh, it's treated in in some form or another, and then ultimately released back into the environment at drinking water quality, and that's that's Whoa. by uh, provincial regulations. Yeah, that's wild. Yep. yep. And again, you know, we uh, one of the questions you would give me is what, what surprises people. I think mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of surprises in this in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but that's really that's one of the one of the requirements. You know. Old school, uh, you know, and first of all, I'm happy to hear you say landfill and not dump. I always uh, oh God, uh, yeah. folks still call them dumps, and, and these are really modern um, technological wonders, you know. It's, right. it's very impressive to see how these operate. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's uh, you know, it's it, it's very impressive for people to uh, to hear about this, yeah. And, and, and environmentally, these are, these have to be, um, you know, very environmentally conscious, like, Mm. you know, old school, uh, you know, landfills or dumps, you know, basically, uh, people dug a hole in the ground, they stuffed as much stuff in there as they could, they covered it over. And, uh, and they wondered why they had problems, you know, why people's wells got contaminated and rivers and, hmm. and so on. So, and the, the, the landfill I'm describing is a, what we call a second generation landfill. So in Nova Scotia, that's what we have, our second generation landfills. And those are the ones with the liners. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the, you're just, by second generation, you just mean almost like a second model, like a more sophisticated model of like the previous yeah, ones. I, I don't, yeah. So in 2006, um, we switched from what we would call first generation landfills and mm-hmm. they weren't, they didn't have the same environmental requirements as what we have now, the second generation landfills. Okay. Awesome. So, okay. You brought up something really interesting and, uh, I was going to ask you this anyway, like, so when I go to Florida, you know, pre-COVID, I always see what I assume are landfills. There are these random hills and we know Florida is not very hilly, which Mm -hmm. I believe are landfills. And you said that we, so you don't just 
kind of patch it, cover it up, and put grass over it anymore. That's not well. It, in the end, we do, but it, but it's 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 prior to that what what we do. So you know, we really are. Um, you know, the 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 technology we use with the, our landfills in Nova Scotia is really advanced. So you know, if you see landfills in other parts of the world, um, often again, uh, it's a, it's a big mountain of garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's uh, there's vermin, there's mm-hmm. seagulls. Yep. There's, it's just it's just it's just a mess. Yep. Um, but but again, for us, we're, we're putting it in the ground and we are controlling it. And that is the most important part there. That's so interesting because in shows and movies, whenever they go to a landfill or like a dump, it's this giant pile of trash and it goes on for miles, it seems so. Exactly. Well, again, it's not managed. I mean, I, I think, you know, when we talk, talk about, um, you know, landfills and landfill management, often that management component um, is not there for other areas, and I, I don't want to judge other other jurisdictions, other right. areas for for how they manage it. But Nova Scotia really uh, does a wonderful job uh, with its garbage. You know, most of the time people ask me questions about recycling and compost, but uh, but very few people understand what actually happens with the the stuff they put in their garbage bags. Right. Yeah. No, it's so true. I I think I'm glad that we're talking about it. Um. So. You kind of brought this up and I wanted to kind of understand. So we know that traditionally, like we were just saying, uh, some of the problems with landfills is that leakage of toxins. And now I'm understanding. So to prevent that, you have to kind of do the style of landfill that now now Nova Scotia is doing. Because so essentially you're like what I'm trying to understand is people always talk about how oh landfills are so bad, but maybe they're not as bad if you do them in the safe way that you're talking about. Correct. Correct. I mean, again, by, by, by provincial standards, uh, we, we, we're not allowed to have uh, any of this, this leachate, um, you know, whatever's coming out of that landfill go into the environment. We must collect it and it must be treated. And that, and that's the really the important part of this. And the liner uh, ensures that, uh, that it does not uh, leak into the environment. Um, and also, you know, this is put on pretty, uh, you know, Nova Scotia has lots of clay. We're very, we're lucky in that sense for, for landfills. Um, so they, they generally are sited in an area where, uh, where uh, clay is, is, is a base anyway. So, um, right. you know, again, it's, it, it's very difficult for any of that, uh, that garbage juice to, to end up in the environment. Right. I like literally have never been more proud to be a Nova Scotian. <laughs> I'm so proud. Like, I'm just so proud of our province for, cause we've, we've had, you know, different guests on. We had a guest. I forget, I think she's, I forget her home country. I, I want to say like Israel, but I could be wrong. And we're just so advanced here. And the fact that our government wants to invest money in recycling and our environment and landfills is so important to take that budget and actually use it for, for, for these really great systems. hundred uh, percent. Look, look a hundred percent. No, I think, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's something we, we need to be, we need to be proud of. And again, it's, it's something people don't think a great deal about, about what happens with their garbage and yeah. uh, you know, our management of it is, is, um, is really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And I don't, we can cut this out if you want, but I just remember a few years ago when you all made that decision to reduce, like only use, um, one dark, like not clear bag. And then the rest were clear bags. I remember hearing that, that 
dramatically reduce the amount of trash. I mean, uh, you know, clear bag programs are successful for various reasons. Um, and uh, but what, what they are good at doing is reducing the amount of garbage that people people dispose of. Um, uh, clear bags make it easier for inspectors to know to, to, to look at. Yeah. Uh, makes it safer for inspectors. But one of the interesting parts is peer pressure. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah pe- people are, ju- are more afraid of, uh, of their neighbors judging them what's in their garbage bag than what uh, than our our, uh, our enforcement officials you know or or, or the or the, the quote-unquote garbage police no um, it's so it, true it's a very interesting psychological impact yeah 100 percent. i was walking my dog the other day and i was judging so hard this stuff that i was seeing and you know what kirk i was gonna i'll say that i was gonna say this for later but i actually somebody was throwing out something just left it right beside that trash bag and I picked up and I was like this isn't garbage I'm gonna donate it for them and I feel like I could do that every time there's a garbage week like people put stuff out that's not even garbage Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Oh. And again, you know, we uh, I mean, I'm in the business of, of waste education. Um, and I think that is one of the other parts um, of this of this puzzle um, is that, you know, we have educators in this province to uh, to help people uh, sort properly, uh, you know, and, and it, I think that is one of the things we should really be proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we have probably 30, 40 people in Nova Scotia. Um, we, we have five educators alone in HRM. Wow. And their sole job is to make sure that uh, people use our system correctly. Yeah, Katie actually did the composting like seminar thing last year. Yeah. Great. It was awesome. I can't wait. I'm going to get one of those ones that like um you you turn it with your hand like sure. um out of whatever. Yeah. Um but okay, so just to get back to back on track cuz I kind of went rogue Absolutely. there for a second. Sorry about that. But um I guess we were just to kind of understand the land the land of Nova Scotia. Can you just tell us how many landfills are in HRM and like Nova Scotia in general? Sure. Well, not even in general. There are seven second generation landfills in Nova Scotia. Okay. Okay. That's less than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've moved. Uh, you know, it's interesting because you know, a pre pre uh, moving to uh, the second generation landfills, there were there were forty what we would call first generation landfills. Uh-huh. Um, and if you look even further back, um, you know, uh, probably 60 years ago, we probably had 100 landfills in Nova Scotia. Every Whoa. municipality had a, had a, had some place for people to take their waste and and uh, and they threw it in the ground and and they and they drove away. So huh. the fact that we've consolidated to a seven second generation wow. landfills is uh, is impressive. That yeah. is impressive. Like to go from 100 kind of probably yeah. like shit ones to like seven high quality like eco what friendly ones is a huge accomplishment absolutely absolutely and it goes back to the it's funny now that we're talking about it it makes me think more and more it's the it's the management component Mm. you know i think we, we can talk a lot about the uh um, the technology, but really, ultimately, it's how we manage our waste that makes us uh, unique in Nova Scotia. Yeah, for sure. The lar- the largest landfill would be in the HRM. I, I can't say, you know, because you said which one is the main one. I think yeah. it's, it's difficult to really make that that statement. Sure. Um, there really isn't a main one. They're, they're geographically spread out. It's it's not not much to say about about that part. Um, but uh, but there are seven in Nova Scotia. Okay, that's cool. 
one of the things people people think that they put their waist to the curb yeah. and something magical happens. Right. You know, it, it's it's this magical thing that happens, but this waste has to be managed. Um, and so, you know, one of the things with landfills is that, you know, I think more and more we should be thinking about it in terms of we're storing our waste instead of disposing it of it. So, and I think that that would change people's perspectives because mm. again, I think people throw all this stuff in the garbage and they think, Oh, something magical will happen when in reality, you know, we have to put it in the ground. Uh, we have to manage it there. Yeah. Um, and we have to manage it for a long time. You know, mm. um, uh, we have to monitor that the wells, we have to make sure that the leachate isn't going into the environment. Um, so we're storing. And, and if you think about things like styrofoam or diapers i mean we could be talking about things that could be there for thousands of years you know yeah so i think that that's one of the more important things for me and a surprising thing because people tend to be not educated on really what happens with their uh, with their garbage no you're right you just we just well, not me but most people it's just like oh i put it at the end of the road some human takes it and i never see it again and i don't even need to know but it's like no you sh- you should probably know Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things I think in the past, people may have had a more of a face on um, perspective with 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 garbage because they would have had to take it and and put it in a landfill. You know, like that's what my grandfather would have done. Really? Now, because we we provide such a wonderful service, I think it mystifies people of uh, of what happens to that waste. Yeah, and that's why, and that's why I, I love talking about these uh, these subjects, and I think it's great to, for uh, for us to be having this conversation. Yeah, I never even thought of it like that. Like we just take for granted so much that somebody takes that away for us and deals with it for us. Imagine if that wasn't the case and we had to deal with it ourselves. Like imagine if we had if we didn't even have landfills, and then you just your backyard is piling up. Like yeah. no. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, again, we provide in Nova Scotia, we provide just a, a, an excellent solid waste system uh, for, uh, for for residents, you know. And, uh, and but again, I think it's it, it's a matter of educating uh, folks on on what happens, you know. Back uh, pre-COVID, you know, we, we would do landfill tours. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's a great idea for people to go and um, and and to see it. Yeah, and like I, I students enough, I too. Other, if, you're, if you'd like me to continue, I got yes, I got go. Yeah. We yeah. love this. Yeah, one of the surprising things with with a second generation landfill it doesn't smell. Um, really? Because uh, there's very little food in that landfill. I mean, organics are banned from land uh, from landfills in Nova Scotia. There are there is some that gets in there, but I mean, old landfills. If you were to roll your window down, it would knock you over. Um, whereas uh, modern landfills, um, it, it really is not that uh, unpleasant to be there. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah. I yes. did not. I I would not expect it to be odorless. <laughs> no, no, and, you know. And again, I won't say I, when we say odorless. I've been in garbage for twenty years. I have a much higher tolerance <laughs> than the general public fair, would have. Fair enough. Uh, but 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 you know we I've done I've done a lot of landfill tours in my career and you know mm. you don't have any people falling over uh, you know right. gasping for air right um, it's uh, it, it's probably actually smells better than uh, the Spring Garden Road uh, in the uh, summertime so <laughs> oh, probably you're probably right <laughs> poor Spring Garden um, do you have any other ones because um like uh, my questions are just like the more you talk the more like burning my questions get. <laughs> 
you can tell I've spent my my uh, the, my career talking about curve. You wind <laughs> me up and you uh, and, and you go. So, um, Kirk, what happens when our landfills fill up? What's the what's the next step? Yeah. So basically, uh, what happens once we fill a landfill up? Um, we have to uh, we have to cover it up. We have to cap it, and we have to put vegetation on it. So and that basically, it's called a remediation. Um, so we have to make sure that that is covered up, um, and and we have to continue monitoring it for for, for a long time to make sure again that uh, that nothing is leaching out of it, and that it's following provincial standards. And then we turn around and we and we uh, we we dig another hole and we start putting more garbage in there. Okay. So is it is there a limited space for landfills? Like you said, it has to be in clay. So is it eventually going to run out of room? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so in Nova Scotia. Most of these, most of the landfills. Um, so with with second generation landfills, be, because um, there was a plan to put these in place, the most landfills in Nova Scotia have been cited for for long term. Uh, you know, maybe 50, 60 years, maybe even a hundred. So, um, and, and, you know, and a lot of landfills are, are in locations that, uh, that there's lots of space and lots of, uh, lots of clay. Um, mm. having said that, you know, we want to be careful, um, about how much, you know, garbage we throw. And this is the big challenge because there's not an infinite amount of space, you no, know, yeah. um, we're, we're fine for hundreds of years probably. Um, but still it's one of those things for it. We, we have to keep in mind. It's why, it's why the hierarchy is reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Um, really. And we need to think about that reducing of waste part. That is mm-hmm. so important for yeah. us. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's literally our podcast, just finding ways to reduce the amount of trash that ends up in a landfill. That is our ultimate, ultimate goal. I mean, there's these people out there. I'm sure you know of them. They literally put their trash in a jar and it's so inspiring. It's so inspiring. I mean, we can't, Liv and I aren't there yet, but like we've done a lot of things Like you'd mentioned diapers. I've had my daughter since she was at two weeks old. She's been in cloth diapers ever since. Yep. And I, I actually, before this interview, I looked at your uh, at your website. I wanted to get to know who I was talking to, and I saw that. I thought very, you know, it's a, it's a great idea. And ultimately, you know, one of the things here is that garbage management in Nova Scotia comes down to to each individual. It's how much yep. waste that we're gonna throw out. Um, yep. You know, um, people people often look to government for solutions, and we provide lots of solutions. But but you know, the idea of how do we reduce the amount of stuff we put in a landfill or throw out at all, it comes down to individuals. It's a, and it's one of those to me. I think that's a positive thing. I think yep. it's a very empowering thing to say to people, your your small um, efforts can have big impacts. Yeah, it's true, and the fact that we control what we do, like. I can yeah. control what I do. Liv can control what she does. We're not leaving it up to other people. So we're all in control of our, our own trash. Yeah, is- and I find that very liberating. I find that very liberating. And uh, I think I think sometimes it's difficult for people to think that. Um, and, you know, and the other part there is it's it's small things. I know you mentioned that, that the real, there are some really extreme people who, who redu- reduce the amount of, of uh, garbage they throw out to, I think you said, like, like a mason jar uh, yep, or something. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think those folks, it, it's great for uh, – uh, to show, but in practicality, 
uh, you know, people making, um, you know, smarter purchases, yep. uh, buying less, yep. reusing, yep. Um, you know, th- these are all really good things. And I, and I always remind people, it's small efforts that have big impacts. Yeah, that's what we love to to do on this podcast. Like every week we do our classy moment, which is, you know, something that we did to help reduce the waste. And it just shows people that even the smallest of things adds up over time. Yeah, I love it. Love it. So the next question that we had was just, yeah, what are some cons to having landfills? And I mean, I, I, I guess could the con, maybe I'm just referring, because I didn't realize that there's these different generations of landfills. So I, I guess it just has to do with what kind of landfill that you have operating. Well, actually, here's what I would say. And, and the con of, of landfills, and quite frankly, any way you manage garbage is that it's expensive. Right. It is, it is expensive, no yeah. matter what model uh, somebody uh, chooses to use or what an area chooses to use. Yeah. Um, landfills are the landfills and, and any management of garbage is expensive. So that's 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 one of the cons. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, although Nova Scotia, we're really blessed with uh, with um, having lots of space. Not everybody does. Uh, Naples, mm. Italy uh, went through quite a crisis a, a while ago where. They could not find a place. Uh, well, they didn't manage their waste properly, um, and so garbage was piling up uh, in the in the streets. Oh my um, gosh! So, so, so I would say that's the benefit of a landfill is that we have somewhere to put our put our uh, put our garbage. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. that's a. I mean, that is definitely a benefit. Wow. You know, the benefit of a landfill is a proven technology. Yeah. Um, we, we know it works. Um, it works in, in, in a lot of places in the world. Nova Scotia, it's, some, it's a model we've used for a long time, um, and we know it works. Um, you know, we, we don't have landfills breaking open. We don't have any, any of those issues. So it's a proven technology, and that is really one of the biggest benefits of a landfill. And the other thing is, I mean, we have to put our, we got to do something with our garbage. You know, it has to, um, yeah. you know, we, we can't dig a hole in our own backyard no. and do it because that would be, that would be a nightmare. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, we, we have to do something with it. And, and landfills um, are, again, it's a proven technology. Yeah. I mean, what's the alternative is like you, you throw it in the ocean. And I mean, that's the problems we're seeing now. So we need a better solution. It sounds like, it sounds like Nova Scotia is kind of, um, not, a, not a, I, maybe leaders too much, but people must look to Nova Scotia as kind of a leader. Hey. Oh, I, I, I think people look at Nova Scotia as a leader. There's, there's no question. I mean, over my career, the number of, uh, um, you know, folks from, from other countries that I've spoken to, and they've been amazed by our systems, uh, um, you know, well, even, you know, you, you think about just simply the idea of, of having your waste collected at your, uh, at your curb is pretty revolutionary. You know, a lot of places um, in uh, even in Canada don't provide that service. What? I, I, yeah. That is news to me. That is brand new yeah. information. <laughs> yeah, it's again, you know, that this notion of curbside collection, it's, uh, um, uh, you know, we really take that part for granted. I always say, you know, uh, people will say our system is, you know, all I have to recycle, it's complicated. It's pretty easy. You follow the rules, you put your waste to the curb, and we handle the rest of it. And we have an app that tells you what to do. 
we have an app we have and, and again i don't want to discount i mean because we again i'm in the business of this um you know education is an important part but um but when we say is it a difficult system it, it, it's i i believe it's a fairly simple one because you follow the rules you put it to the curb and then we handle the rest of it it's all taken care of we're oh, taking this for the, granted so much i am just taking this all in i just I guess I've just grown up, I feel like all my life having a curbside pickup situation like that. Has that program been going on for more than 20 years? Yeah. Oh, it's been, I mean, it's a, it's been a part of Nova Scotia for a long time, but I, you know, I think it's, um, I, I won't ask you, you folks your ages. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm, sure I'm 30, I'm, a, I'm 31. Yeah, but but I've uh, you know I've educated uh, literally a generation of uh, of people on how to manage their waste. Um, and again, we go back to why is Nova Scotia a leader in in, in waste management? Yeah. And that I, I keep going back to that part. You know, we, we talk about the technology, but uh, but we have the education to back up the system, and I love that part of it. I feel like emailing our government and being like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> Oh, I can tell you, as, as a career civil servant, uh, nobody would mind if you were to send them along <laughs> uh, a positive comment. Oh, I know. Most people, I'm sure most of it's negative. But I just, I think it's great to, like, let your, like, let the government know if they are doing a good job. Like, thank you for investing the money. Like you said, it's a huge expense. And, like, you know, people have to make budgets every year. And the fact that they continue to put it towards this is so, so, so wonderful. And it's for generations and generations to come. If we didn't have this, then who knows what our, what our kids, kids, kids would be going through. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the other thing about proper, uh, you know, when it comes to landfills and waste, you know, this is literally a backyard issue. You know, I think there's, there's, there's a whole lot of environmental issues to talk about, but when we talk about landfills and garbage and literally it's a backyard issue. So, you know, when we do things right and we do it a lot in Nova Scotia when it comes to this, you know, that really benefits us directly. Um, Because if you mismanage waste, um, you, you, you find out about it. And I go back to the Naples, Italy example. And there's, there's, if you, if you, you know, do a quick Google search and find out, you know, um, you know, disasters in, in waste management, um, you'll find a lot of them. Um, and, and, yep. and I find when you look at that, you come back and you really appreciate um, what we have and that the provincial government um, uh, at some point made this decision for us to, 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 to implement all of these. You know, like recycling has been law in Nova Scotia since 96. Um, people aren't aware of that. Think no. about that. I mean, that's a long time for this to be in place. Yeah, it is. So interesting. Um, all right. Well, let's just keep going through this. So yeah. I guess one of the things, and you know, this you kind of teed it up, but what are some misconceptions about landfills? And I feel like we covered some of it, but if there's anything yeah. else you want to say... I think with I think people have this misconception with landfills that that, that it somehow magically disappears. Yeah, and it does not. No. I think I think I think that's one of the one of the things. Um, and I go back to that. We, you know, it's great that the public gets educated, and that's why we take time to talk to folks like you um, about this. Is to let people know that you know your garbage really doesn't disappear. We do a great job managing it. Yeah. But it doesn't disappear. It's gonna it's gonna be there. So that. You know, if you chose to uh, to have a, a styrofoam takeout container instead of a, uh, a paper one, um, yeah. that's going to have a uh, that's going to have a generational impact uh, mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on 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 waste. Basically, it's going to be there. So, I'm sure at some point there will be people who go back and mine these things almost like an archaeological dig. You know. Yeah. 
and I'm not sure what they would have, how, how positive that would be, um, <laughs> a, a forest, you know? So, and again, you know, I want to be really positive about all of this, but I think that's what, you know, we talked about the choices yes. and, uh, and I wonder how that would reflect. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, like, yeah, like we talked about, you know, the, um, Mason jar people, like we, we don't expect that on everyone, but like, yeah, when you get takeout, it's really easy to bring your own container or, you know, choose places that have, you know, paper, like there are, you can make an effort in most decisions in your life. And I go back to the small steps. Yes. I, I think, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of really guilting people hard no. in, 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 in their choices. I've, I've never found that to be a really a positive educational perspective, no. but, but, but to empower people to make, to make those choices. Um, and once you start making those choices, um, uh, it, uh, it just kind of cascades. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And nobody's perfect. No, no, but nobody is perfect on these uh, on these things. So but again, small steps, big impact. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I think you've already answered this, but has trashed increased or decreased in Nova Scotia? You know, that, it's a good question. And I looked at some numbers. So so um, there's like two, there's the long, long answer and the short answer. So Short answer is that uh, yeah, we, uh, definitely garbage has decreased. Actually, waste overall uh, has decreased uh, in Nova Scotia. Um, but um, in the last uh, ten years, it kind of it kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. So, for, so for example, in Nova Scotia in 2017-18, yeah. um, we had uh, 423 kilograms per person uh, per year in Nova Scotia, and in 2019-20. Uh, we went down to 399 kilograms per person. So do you think that's a combination of using the clear bag method and just, you know, better recycling, better composting, like kind of all of those things working together? I think because, you know, because these are provincial numbers and, and, and different municipalities have different different um, programs. What I would chalk it up to is I think our education programs are being effective. Yeah. Um, that That's what I would say. I think ultimately it's, it, it's people uh, learning how to, again, hearing our message about reducing their waste. Because, again, this isn't just – this isn't about recycling and the compost. It's how much waste do we actually throw out, you yeah. know, and cumulatively. So I, I, I would tend to chalk it up. And, again, that's, you know, purely speculation on, on my part. Right. But I think people are more conscious about, about – about their waste and can they reduce it? I also think that um, you know there's been an uptick in in people thinking about um, you know like thrift shops. Can we buy used? Yes. Um, can I trade this? Can yes. I give this away? Mm-hmm. You know, before we before anything leaves our household, um, I ask everybody I know if they want it. Um, yeah. And ultimately, you know, um, people will 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 take it. Yeah. You know? um, so so we reduce our, our, our footprint there, our waste footprint. Uh, you know, great story. I have a neighbor who's very, very thrifty. Um, <laughs> and one day he uh, he showed up uh, uh, on his truck and he had some drums. I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, I'm an amateur musician. Okay. And, uh, showed up with some drums. And I thought, gosh, isn't that interesting? Well, uh, I had given him a number of things um, to uh, to upgrade his house. Uh, OK. And he's like, do you want these drums? And I was like, fantastic. Turns out that they are, they're, they're a vintage set <gasps> of drums. Um, and I had a, a friend fix them up. So they went from, again, being waste. Somebody was tossing them out as garbage. Uh, and they had become a fixture in my, uh, in my rehearsal room. Once, that is so cool. And, like, it's so crazy. Like, once, once you, like, live and I, like, once we realize, like, 
we're just shocked that people actually would throw something like that out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, but, uh, you know, and, and I think, you know, it, it's great that people are picking these things up or, 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 you know, turning again, you know, trading things, but ultimately, you know, what, why, why throw it out? Why couldn't you, why couldn't you ask somebody if they wanted it? You know, yes. um, you know, th- that's a beauty, you know, Kijiji, social media, Facebook marketplace, I mean, there's so many ways to get rid of, uh, I remember when FreeCycle first came out, and it was really revolutionary. Um, and now it's just so easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I see on my uh, on my social media, I'll, uh, if you want this, people are picking things up. It, yep. It's just it's a it's a great idea. It doesn't have to go to the curb. Like, why put it to the curb? Um, uh, you know, when you can uh, give it away. Oh my gosh! Do you know how many times I've gone? "Quote unquote" shopping just by like mm-hmm. walking around my neighborhood with people putting like you know, uh, like planter pots with a free sign. Like I love when people do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, you know, and you know, in 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 HRM, you know, our curbside giveaway is a, is another great example of that. Yes. Um, you know, that's a uh, you know municipally promoted uh, a program. Um, but I also remind people, you don't have to wait for our, for our, uh, you know, it, we do run it twice a year. You don't have to wait for that. Yeah. Um, just again, uh, with, uh, with social media, it's just so easy to, uh, to get rid of something. And, uh, you know, I get it. The, the joy that I have come, that has come from this, the, the what we call the garbage drums, um, is uh, it really is a, a wonderful thing. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So we love thrifting. So you're, you're, you're barking up the right tree. Um, (laughs) so, okay. So this is what, like, this is the question I'm kind of most interested in. Like just, I'm just so interested, but what is the most common trash Mm. items that you see that could be recycled? And you're just like pulling your hair out. Just like, why God, why? I have, I have, I have very specific answers for that. Actually, I was, I was ready for this. So, uh, so uh, in 2017, uh, Divert Nova Scotia, which is a provincial organization, yes. uh, they, did, they did a waste audit, and it was very, very interesting. Mm. Um, so uh, 12% of what went to landfills was food waste. No. Correct. And the other one, 13% was paper. Oh, my God. Come on. Yeah. We've had paper recycling for decades. And it's very interesting because, again, you would think two things that were that are fairly, you know, it makes sense. You put food in the organics and and and, and paper paper is recycled Um, that really and that that uh, really impacted our our education programs. Yes. Um, But but it is shocking with that. It goes to show why our our education programs are are so important. Mm I can't and I do that. have a speculation on this, and again, purely speculation from my my professional perspective. Mm. Some of this can be death by a thousand cuts, you know, because somebody might be a great recycler and composter at home, but when they go to the rink, they throw their the half a hamburger in the garbage, yes. or when they go to the the park. Um, they take their, uh, you know, they take paper and they throw it in the garbage or, you know, we've seen this time over time. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that we, we, we say to the kids, it's full-time recyclers. Um, and that's what, that's what we need everybody to be because these are not complex items. It really was shocking when we, we heard the, these numbers, um, mm. that, that's a pretty large portion, you know, 15% th- paper, 12% uh, organics. Another one that I think of is at the mall like at Halifax shopping center they have those bins that has like four slots and it's paper organics blah 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 but I see people all the time just throwing everything in the garbage because they look confused or they're in a rush and they just kind of dump it all in one bin 
Yep. And, and some of it's, it's anonymous, you know? Yeah. Some of it, you know, because when you put your waste out to the curb, you know, we were talking earlier about the clear bags and the impact of that on people. You know, when you, when you, you don't really, people don't feel like they own that waste when they're at the mall or the rink or the park. And, yes. so that, and that, and that changes their behavior. And, you know, an old colleague of mine always used to say, I mean, there's always a better option, you know? Yeah. So, you know, maybe you got to put that uh, that hamburg in your pocket till you find the organic spin. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that such a big deal? Or uh, or, or to carry your water bottle, uh, um, you know, another uh, couple of hundred feet. Um, you know, businesses, uh, mm. uh, you know, have, uh, have sorting uh, stations. Um, municipalities provide waste sorting stations in public. It, you know, it, it really is not that difficult. No. Um, but again, it's it, it, it tends to be the, the death by a thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, people just not not taking the time to do it. I think your speculation is bang on. Like, I remember being at like, it's like when like, for example, when I go to the office, I've seen people take an albacore and just throw it in the garbage. And I was like, holy shit, like, what are you doing? And, and like, these are like people who are aware of yeah. like their surroundings and they're like oh yeah but like it's all the way all the way in the kitchen i'm like oh my god like that's crazy like i've i've witnessed this and it's just it's so i i think you're bang on with that like your household trash you probably have it under control you have a system you know where it goes but if you're yeah. anywhere else you're just like like you just can't be bothered but you you kind of always have to be bothered so uh, yeah. i i i think you're probably right 100 yeah, percent. and also i think there's it's just a little bit it's yeah. just a yeah. little bit. Right. So, but it adds you know, up. I've seen, and I've seen a little bit. Um, add up? I've seen a little bit add up. Um, one time I worked with a with a building. This is this is quite a long time ago. I worked with a building. They, they were having problems with their – there was a bunch of offices. They were having problems with their waste. And we, we went to each, um, each unit because uh, the landlord was very proactive. It was great. And we went to each, each um, unit, and they were all really proud. They're like, here's our paper bin here's our garbage bin. And I would say, well, where is your organics bin? We don't need it. And they were sitting there eating a banana, um, you know, and, and they had a lunchroom and I thought, Oh gosh. And then we went to the next one. And again, no, we don't need compost. Well, we provided them with mini green bins, provided them with education. And it turned out they were, they were uh, throwing four to five green bins worth of organic waste uh, uh, in the garbage every month. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and again, those folks were really proud of their recycling. They were, they right. were, you know, they were doing a great job with their pay. Everything else was great, but it was the organics that was the issue. And I go back to that death by a thousand cuts. It's, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit. Well, when it adds up, um, it's quite shocking. And, and turns out provincially, uh, it was 12%, 12% organics. Wow. Um, we can, I'll just have this one more point, but in my office, it's so we have like a little green bin, but that green bin has like a coating, like like a like a plastic liner, like they don't line it with paper, like like a paper bag. I don't know why, but um, I noticed that nobody in my office really even like eats like throws organics in there. So because I don't want to be the one that's throwing that one thing in there, and then the plastic bag is thrown, I take all my compost home because like I just don't want that plastic bag to go away anytime soon because like th- these are the little things that i think of yeah yeah and you know and in some cases uh you know um we've seen uh, effective uh, is a uh, pack it in pack it out even in an office building yes you, know, you bring it it's we've seen it effective in schools yep because once it gets home now every now uh, the household is responsible for that waste and it really changes that that perspective it, okay i didn't realize it was a, there was a term for that so pack it in pack it out that's that's what i do and it's yep. actually so helpful 
Yeah, it's 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 a great idea. I mean, well, we think about it if we're you know if you're going for a hike on a trail, mm-hmm. um, or if you're enjoy- enjoying the great outdoors in Nova Scotia. Um, a lot of folks, you know, it's that pack it in, pack it out mentality. Well, we we, we can transfer that to uh, um, to uh, to homes and businesses as well. I love that. Okay, Kirk, we only have a couple minutes left. So, is there? This has been like this 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 forty five minutes flew by. I am so shook by some of what you've talked about, but I'm also so happy about what Nova Scotia and what you and all your colleagues are doing. Um, but I yeah. guess, is there anything else you want to add? Is there anywhere you want to send people or anything? Uh, I, you know, I think for me that the main thing for me is that I, I think people want, like, let's be positive about our system. You know, mm. I think it's, I, I, you know, and, and let's, and let's all be ambassadors for our program. You know, yeah. if somebody, uh, we don't have a lot of people moving in new these days from other areas, but you know, if they, uh, if they do, you know, make sure that they, they've got the right information. Yep. Um, one of the most important parts for me is, you know, contact your local municipality to get the correct information um, yep. in terms of source because we want to reduce we want to reduce waste and we want people to sort properly and there's a scenario i always get and it's called the somebody told me so for 20 years i've heard this people have said well somebody told me you do this and you know for 20 they've always been wrong not once have they ever been right and you know we talked earlier so you know for example in hrm we have websites we have social media we have the app yeah. Uh, you can call 311 to get a calendar. Yeah. You can call you we can you can call 311 to get an answer on what goes where. And rather than using those services, people will call their uncles, brothers, hairdressers, <laughs> mechanics about Mom. recycling and they're always wrong. Always wrong. Right. So go go to the go to the source. Go to go to the source. That that is it. So contact your local municipality. That's number one. And number two, I really want people to feel empowered about their their their, their decisions on waste. You have a great deal of control of uh, of what you throw out. Uh, you can control what comes into your home. And I want to stress the part about really, you know, small small steps have big have big impacts. Um, you know, uh, think about can you use your uh, you know your reusable mug? Um, you know, can you take a reusable water bottle? And you know, and those are becoming the norm. You know, really funny. I used to give out uh, reusable grocery bags, uh, and uh, and it kind of got to a point where people are like, you know what? I think I have enough. You know? <laughs> like, You're I like, my enough. job is done. And that was revolutionary to me. I thought, yes. wow, amazing. Yeah, no, everybody has way too many tote bags now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's and that absolutely, but, but but people are using them. I remember yes. when, uh, gosh, because I mean, I I've been taking reusable bags. You, if if you want to know how people look at you, be a professional trash talker, um, <laughs> and uh, because you can't make a misstep in public, they will be watching you. Right, like of course. Yeah, and, and so I've been, and I remember using uh, re, taking reusable bags and having uh, folks at the cash go like, "What? Do you, what is this? Like, what, <gasps> do you want to put it in a plastic bag and then put no it in your way. bag?" No like, way. Yeah, and now people, you know, it's 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 very uncommon uh, to see people. Um, well, I guess in Nova Scotia, plastic bags are banned, but even yep. before that, yep. you know, people had made that transition. It was, in fact, people kind of stu- stu- uh, um, stood out like a sore thumb, mm-hmm. yep. with, uh, you know, when they when they used it. So it's a lot of this is behavior change, yep. and uh, we're, that's what we're in the business of. 
Yeah, no, it's so funny. My aunt you like has been using reusable bags for probably 25 years and people would make fun of her. They're like, yeah. "Why are you trying yeah. to what do you why are you doing that?" Like it, like they looked at her like it wasn't cool or something, but she's just been cool ever since. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you guys actually. Yeah. I'll turn it around because I think, you know, we go back to how important it is with education and, and the behavior of, uh, of Nova Scotians relating to their waste. You know, um, have you ever traveled anywhere and you were eating something and they didn't have a green bin? Yes. Yes. Like we go to Florida, we go to Florida every year and yeah. we stay in a condo and yeah. nowhere in the entire complex does it. They don't do any composting. And I literally had to th- like throw it in the garbage. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done because we're on this like unit. There's, I can't throw it in the bushes. <laughs> like nowhere in Florida. Like I don't even think anywhere in Florida even does composting. So, well, we, we used to go to Maine. We started going to PEI a few years ago instead, but um, we used to go to Maine and we were in basically a house on the beach with tons of other houses there and they didn't compost or recycle at all and I remember my dad standing over the bin and I was like oh where do I put my banana and he was like garbage and I was like what do you mean and he said they don't compost and I was like people still don't compost and this was probably seven eight years ago yeah and how did you feel how did you feel about that I honestly felt like I went back in time I was just so confused and I was like how are they okay with this Mm mm-hmm Yep. And I think that goes back to why it's so important for the education component of our system. Um, You know, we we have people really trained and it's not it's not just the you know, the attitudes, the behavior um, that that is so important. And, 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 you know, I've been in I've traveled before and I actually can tell where, you know, people who are from Nova Scotia, because, again, they're looking at containers. They 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 literally I can't throw food in the garbage. I've been in situations where I have to choose. Am I going to be a bad recycler or am I going to be a bad guest? Yeah. And I choose bad guest every time. I just leave it because I cannot do it. I just can't do it. You just like leave it on the counter or something? Leave it on the counter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, oddly enough, I still get invited back. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm like, I just, I, 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 I just cannot do it. I can't bring myself to throw, uh, to throw organics uh, in the garbage. So, uh, oh, yeah. And, it's, and it goes, it's a goes last back resource. to how important this, this is for us. And we really need to celebrate our, our system. Definitely. That's so true. I mean, we could talk about this for so much longer. I wish we had more time with you. Um, but I guess we're wrapping up now. I want to be I want to be um, cognizant of your time. Yes, no, and I appreciate it. You know, and uh, you know, I, I certainly enjoyed the conversation. Um, and uh, and should you find yourself uh, in a spot that you want, uh, um, you're looking for more information, you you can contact us, and we'll see what we can do for you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kirk. This has been really, really, really amazing, and we really appreciate it. So. It- Thanks, Kirk. We're going to wrap up now. Thank you very much. Absolute uh, pleasure uh, talking trash with you uh, today. Um, and uh, and uh, great fun talking about landfills. Did you think you'd have that much fun talking about landfills? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. That's terrific. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm shook. Okay. But that's every time we, you know what it is, Liv? Every time we do an interview, we get re-energized. I know. Because like you and I just like are like, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> because we're, we, we literally say it all the time. We're not 
the experts but think of all the cool people we could have on like and i want to talk to people in different countries i know so uh, thank you again to kirk for that amazing episode so amazing and we have just a little game that you and i could do i thought we could just do a little life update So I was going to ask you, I'm going to ask you four questions. Okay. One, what are you eating these days? Obviously chicken nuggets, but like, is there anything else that you're just like uh, really on? Um, yep. So I always eat like a lot of stir fry, but I'm eating like so much stir fry because I don't know if it's possible, but I just like love bok choy even more. And for some reason, my dad and Bridget had like a surplus of bok choy and they just kind of gave it all to me. So I've just been frying it up. I got my rice. I've got my chicken nuggets, put on some sweet chili sauce and it's just... That's all I want these days. Okay. I mean, it's nice when you're on, like, when you love something so much. Yeah. You eat it every day. I'm, like, someone kind of healthy. It's not like I'm, like, obsessed with pizza, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. What about you? I've been really into peanut butter and banana toast for lunch. Mm. I have that with, like, a Mm -hmm. strawberry smoothie. And it's just so delicious. So yum. It's, like, I use my homemade bread. Yeah. And I've just, I've still been crushing that bread recipe. And... It's just such a yummy little snack. I love that. <laughs> so I've been into that, I would say. Love oh, it. did I tell you I'm back on smoothies? No. Okay, I'm back on smoothies. Apparently, yeah. I, I missed them. Yeah. Smoothies are good. Um, What has been your favorite workout lately? Um, So my favorite workout is incline walking on the treadmill. Yeah. Um, Normal walking, love, but it's been really, really cold this week, like minus 11 some days. So I love that I can go to the gym and do like a nice incline walk get you know the burn on the booty mm, and yes it's good and it helps because like we live in a place with a lot of hills mm-hmm. so now when we walk the dogs i'm like power walking up the hills yes yeah like this is nothing yeah um for me i'm still walking but i've been incorporating more like uh like easy yoga flows yeah. at night and it's been it's been really nice yoga just like changes everything yeah like, like after doing it you just feel so <sighs> wholesome i don't know no you do you just feel more like connected to yourself and Mm -hmm. like the planet or something and like yeah like the moon i don't know i don't know i just i love (laughs) yoga um okay are you reading anything these days um no okay great (laughs) i should be reading where the crawdads sing but i like kind of stopped and i just every day i'm like i should read right now and then i'm like oh but i have to answer this email and i just never get to it that's why audiobooks are great i know um i just finished two amazing books i told you about this one the jessica simpson tell all book was so good i I cannot stress it enough she is just i i i just i have a lot of respect for her she's really sweet and she she she's she tells it all she's She's very vulnerable in it. And you learn all about like who she dates and, you know, she dates with, you know, John Mayer and Nick Leahy and this like football player dude. And it's really, really interesting. And oh, Johnny Knoxville. So good. Um, But I just finished a really interesting book called, I think it's called The One by John Mars. It's almost like this weird dating dystopian book where they follow like these different stories and there's this um new it's like almost like this dating um gene that they find that if you take the test and someone else takes the test it links you up to the one person you're connected with in the world but all the stories are so crazy like one of them's this like sociopath killer this one person starts date some dating somebody and then she finds out she's in love with his brother and this other person starts dating someone who dies and then like has his 
baby it's it's so crazy Whoa. it's like it's heavy but it it actually ends up kind of being like you don't think it's ever going to get to a good ending and then you're like okay it ended out, out okay but it was just really an interesting concept yeah that's crazy yeah love that it was really good and i didn't give too much away like you'd be fine to to listen to it okay um okay last is what are you watching watching we're watching new girl right now <sighs> so good but speaking of girls the next season of good girls starts this sunday oh my god i can't contain my excitement oh my god (laughs) i should rewatch it you should we rewatched it like over the last couple weeks just like in our downtime and it's just even better than i remember like so good (laughs) okay awesome um so new girl okay cool yeah i've been on parks and rec i never watched it (gasps) what how far in are you three i season three do you like it i I really like it Yeah. yeah it just keeps getting better like andy so chris pratt's character gets better throughout the entire show like you just love him more and more and more and like oh that's one of my favorite shows him and um like Aubrey Praza's relationship is like it keeps it like it's so cute it just gets better and better also like (laughs) so much so cute um yeah okay well that was great I like that nice little life update yeah and um thanks everybody hope you enjoyed this episode and we will talk to you guys in the next one okay bye bye (laughs) Thank you.